Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, what shall we talk about today? News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. This is our dumb little show. And the phone lines are open 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Your general reactions. Uh, wow. Well, no, not the red wave we were all hoping for. More a red drip, a red trickle. Wasn't a bad night. I mean, uh, we didn't wake up with Governor Beto. It's a good thing. Uh, Ron DeSantis kicked ass. I call him uh, Governor DeBadass at this point. And uh, his speech, as Trey pointed out, short though it was, was just magnificent. Uh, Ron DeSantis definitely had the line of the night when he said, Florida is where woke goes to die. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't live in Florida, but I'd, I'd like to get that. I, I want to get that tattooed on my body. Uh, let's see. Um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is now the governor of Arkansas. That was cool. Uh, Marco Rubio, cool. A lot of establishment pukes inside the Beltway kept their gigs. Chuck Schumer. We we have uh, still it's a toss up uh, uh, between the Senate and the House, forty eight forty eight in the Senate, and uh, I think Republicans are at two hundred uh, in the House. So that remains to be seen how that's going to go. But let's face it, by and large, a very unspectacular night. I, I got in here, and the first thing I was I said to Trey is, you know who won last night was the status quo. The swamp. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, I, and I, there, I think there's several factors at play here. Um, you know, we were talking about Donald Trump yesterday and how, God, he just needs to shut up and and just... When they first made Donald Trump the 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 focal point of of their negative rhetoric, uh, almost from day one, and certainly after January sixth, that dude should have just gone away, man. The more they, the more they talked, and don't get me wrong, I still thought he was a great president, one of the best we've ever had. Uh, but he needed to, the more they talked about him and MAGA and Uber MAGA, MEGA, MAGA, whatever the hell, and domestic terrorism, he should have just shut the hell up and stayed silent because it would have, it, it, it gave them a vacuum in response to all their hateful rhetoric. Instead, in a sense, he gave them everything they wanted. He was cracking on DeSantis over the weekend. He was having these rallies that really weren't about the people he was campaigning for. They were more about him. Uh, afterwards, after the, the this, that shining moment that Ron DeSantis had in Florida with his acceptance speech, and as Trey said, kind of running the tables in Florida, uh, and Trump, the first thing Trump does is say, well, he better not run. It might not be good for him. He might get hurt. You know, there, there comes a point, dude, where you just need to shut the hell up, man. I, I'm just being totally honest. I don't think it was the only factor. Uh, I think voter apathy was uh, played a big role. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, the Democrats, uh, one thing you could say about how Democrats roll is that all ships are rolling in the same direction, man. They stay on point. They don't talk crap about each other. Uh, they, they, they just, I mean, you know, John Fetterman, John Fetterman, I'm not saying Oz was the greatest candidate in the world, but John Fetterman. So, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm going to, this was I, I, yesterday when I left here yesterday at 11 a.m. Uh, in my mind, I was like, well, you know what? Tomorrow's going to be busy, but it's going to be a real easy show. <laughs> There'll be lots to talk about. And you know what? <laughs> it was just a really kind of a mediocre night. And uh, I, I got a piece here that Ben Shapiro uh, just put out within the hour. And I want to read this to you. I'm going to read this whole thing to you. It's not that long. It's Here's the basic takeaway from election 2022 so far. It's eight points, and I agree with every single one of them. 
number one, Democrats will not change course on anything. They wildly outperformed expectations, except in Florida. Number two, Biden is their 2024 nominee unless he is fully incapacitated. Number three, Republicans wildly underperformed and heads should roll. Four, there is a lot of hope for the Republican coalition given their performance with Hispanic and black voters, but their candidate quality was poor and their leadership was either absent or counterproductive. Yes. Number five, candidate quality matters. Underlying dynamics are not strong enough to to drive bad candidates to victory. I agree with that. Number six, Donald Trump was a major drag on Republicans from his picks to his antics. Trump picked bad candidates, spent almost no money on his hand-picked candidates, and then proceeded to crap on the Republicans who lost and didn't sufficiently bend the knee. This will have a, an impact in 2024. I agree with that. Number seven, the Republican leadership class, paralyzed by the Trump phenomenon, failed to provide any leadership at all. I agree. Number eight, except for DeSantis, who was a leader, an excellent candidate, and an organizer of his own party, leading to a Florida red tsunami. All excellent points, and all very true, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know how you're feeling. I don't know what you're thinking uh, after last night, but uh, I'm curious. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. But again, a lot of status quo. Gretchen Whitmer... Gavin freaking Newsom. Uh, the squad is intact. AOC, all of them. Ilhan. So, no, no, no red wave. Again, more of a crimson drip. <laughs> a red trickle. And why do you think that was? Why do you think uh, last night went down the way it did? Now, we still got some races up in, up in, uh, up in the air. Uh, again, uh, let's see, uh, in the House, 173 Democrats to 200 Republicans thus far. Uh, the, you need a, a, two, a 218 for the majority, and for the Senate, 51 for majority. We're at 48-48. Again, it wasn't a horrible night, but it certainly wasn't the night that we wanted. <laughs> let's put it that way. I, I, I refused to make a prediction yesterday. I was being asked to make a percentage prediction yesterday, and I just wouldn't do it because I, I th- there's no way to make such predictions because these things can go one way or the other for the dumbest of reasons, and they did. Uh, here's Michael. Michael, how you doing? I'm doing good, Sean. I, I think when you're reading those Shapiro uh, seven points, when you talked to when you mentioned the Republican class, the uh, – Party in general, the stuffed shirts need right. to take a knee, and they need to be more uh, more open right. to people and just get off their high horse. Because the Democrats, like like you said, they do. You got to give them credit because they know how to play the game. Yeah, they do. And I, if I if there was a the bigger disappointments for me were uh, uh, Myra and Cassie Garcia. I mean, I, I just really think that that was, you know, especially with Cuellar staying right where he is, uh, you know, I, I just thought that that was, uh, that was unfortunate. It really, that, that was the part that was the, mo- the most disappointing for me. De La Cruz did all right, but Myra lost and Cassie lost, and I, I, that, was, that was sad. But you're right. The Republicans just don't know. The leadership just don't know how to play the game, and they should. I got to run, man. 210-599-5555. Uh, let's see. Let's go to um, Mike. Mike, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Hey, um, let me ask you a question, man. Uh, you know, I like your show, and I listen to the other guys' show. They come on early in the morning. Uh, I'm kind of trying to figure out. You know, we talked. You know, talked a long time about Donald Trump. You know, trying to get back in the race in in 2024. But uh, you know, the man that's in the morning, I forgot what his name is. Right. Um, he he wants to he wants to go with the man in Florida. Yeah. And I, I'm trying to figure out why why he has changed or what what you know because I support Donald Trump through and through, and I was hoping that him and the governor of Florida would 
team up and cook, go in as a president and vice president, but it looks like that's going to happen. But I, I like for you to uh, answer this question: Why? Why do you and that guy think that uh, that that the governor of Florida is the better option for the White House? And I thank you for taking my call sure. this morning. Okay, yeah, keep listening. Okay, I, 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 because I'll tell you what: DeSantis is polished. He's young. Uh, he he has a lot of the same attributes as Trump, but he's he doesn't have the gruff. A lot of the stuff that independents don't like about Trump, that he's gruff and he's insulting and he's childish. Okay, DeSantis doesn't have that. He's a strong leader. He's he's done extremely well in Florida, uh, even with Democrats. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I think Trump, I still think Trump was one of the greatest presidents this country's ever had. Um, I don't know that that translates into him being a good candidate for 2024. Because a lot of the baggage that was on Trump's shoulders with the independents and even Republicans that didn't like him travels with him. And I I think he had a great moment uh, in those four years. He, He accomplished more in those four years than most presidents do in eight uh, it was a great moment for America. I think he changed the idea or rewrote the template for what it is to be the American president. And that's why I think a guy like Ron DeSantis would carry that torch forward. Uh, and and I, I just, I, I you know, Trump round two. I just, I, I, and I do think his presence uh, in the days and weeks leading up to this election had a negative impact because the Democrats... We're, 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 we're basing all of their negative rhetoric on how we're domestic terrorists and we're a threat to democracy. They were basing all this stuff on Trump uh, and, and January 6th. And had Trump just stayed out of the spotlight and kept his mouth shut, that whole idea would have had absolutely no validation because it's completely contrived. Optically, his presence, uh, you know, uh, just kind of reprinted him on people's brains. And I think it had a negative impact on on Republicans in general. I I really do. I think if he just stayed out of sight and stayed quiet, it might have gone a little better. I'm not saying it's the only reason, but it might have gone a little better. And again, this has nothing to do. I, I voted for Donald Trump twice. I was actually one of the earlier voices on the radio talking up Donald Trump because I, I thought, oh, my God, he, what he's saying, he, he's the man. Okay, but he had his moment, and I think it's time for someone to take what he presented us with and refine it just a smidge, and that's Ron DeSantis. Oh, I got to take a break. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Yeah, I got a thing for Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. She's just something. There's just something hot about her. I don't know what it is. It's that lazy eye, man. Them hulking shoulders. Oh, my God. I don't know what it is. I just think she's hot. She's not pretty as my wife. I'm, don't get me wrong. But there's just something about her. There's just something around about that Sarah. Well, perhaps it's not her physical presence as much as you admire the fact that she's an intelligent human being. Yeah, that, and she's hot. You're so it's just a weird, up. hulky sort of way. I don't know, I can't explain it. You know, when I, I was in Arkansas a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, I saw just, a sign for her. But was she hot? Uh, no, it was just a sign. Right. It, you know, there was no picture of her on there, but I was all, I was tempted to pull over and ask the homeowner if I could have the sign <laughs> and bring it to you. Sarah, I love you, Sarah. I'm so glad you get to be governor of Arkansas, Sarah. We have to rewrite the lyrics, though, at the beginning here. Listen. It should be lazy eye. Lazy eye. And broad shoulders. <laughs> watching me from the corner. <laughs> look at she me. She sees me around the corner. Sarah, no, look at me. Look at Sarah, look at me. No, Sarah, look at me. Over here, babe. Uh, I guess I'll go to the phones. He's so weird. Here's John. John, how you doing? <laughs> hey, how's it 
Yeah, I agree with you 100 percent on what you're saying about Donald Trump. You know, I mean, he was a great president and uh, he's also, I think, now a detriment. Yeah. Brings me to the next subject. I think that the Democrats are doing a much better job of uh, getting to the young, impressionable voters than the Republicans are. And they're, you know, demonizing him basically is really going over well with them because they don't know any better. And are the young people really showing up, though? I, I wonder if they I mean, I, I tend to think that young people don't seem to be all like they really give a crap. You know what I mean? Like they 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 love to express their opinions on social media and stuff. But are young people really showing know. up to vote that much? I don't I don't spend enough time around the polls to see, but I know the ones in my family are very, very active and they're very social. Right. <laughs> That's good. But, uh, well, and it is good to a point, but they just they're they're have such a narrow view, just like most of oh, the yeah. liberals, you know. Well, they've been indoctrinated. I mean, I, I've I've seen this. I mean, they've they have been indoctrinated. You know, and exactly. uh, it's and sad. Them in high school now, you know, right? I mean, and indoctrinating them, and I think that comes down to a lot of in San Antonio anyway, voter apathy. You look at the percentage of people that are registered to vote that actually do. Fifty six percent did fifty dudes. Fifty six percent of voters in Bear County did not go to the polls yesterday. Exactly. So, forty-four percent of people that are registered to vote and able to went. That's a you know a yeah. lot of very big percentage that's elected our officials. That I agree. Politics. Well, that's why we get stuck. I got to run, man. That's why we get stuck with the same crowd over and over again. Here's Bob. Bob, how you doing? I'm fine, Sean. Hey, I think people should start looking at the direction of this country and start thinking for themselves, because uh, what happened last night should have should have been a red wave. It uh, really should have been. And to tell you the truth, if uh, if the Senate doesn't go for the Republicans, this uh, this country's going to be a, a world of you know what. Right. And this is going to be a situation where uh, I don't know if 2024 is going to do any better. So no. it's just uh, people need to start thinking for themselves. Maybe. That's all I can say. All right, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. Uh, where are we? One more. No, I tell you what, uh, Adam and Chuck. If you hang on, I'll come to you when I get back. Why, hello there. I'm Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hope you're all having a swinging good time. We're talking smack about last night, yesterday. Very unspectacular night, by and large. Not a horrible night, but that weren't no damn red wave. Here's uh, Adam. Adam, how you doing? I'm doing great, Sean. Thank you. You know, you got to think, why was there not a, a red wave? You think about the crime, the inflation. Or shut up, you know. Yes, and, you know, foreign policy, it's emboldened. We don't have a foreign policy. It's emboldened Iran, uh, Russia, you know, uh, uh, you name it. But uh, I think the problem is that there's not enough Republicans like Trump. The only one like Trump is Governor DeSantis, uh, and that's why he's doing so good. You know, when the media tells Young people, it's racist not to be a Democrat. That's why we're having uh, this problem. The, the Republicans need to start acting more like Trump and standing up for America instead of let. It uh, but be do you run think that Trump? Now. Do you think Trump had a negative impact though uh, in some of no, the stuff no, he I did don't. on the lead up it, to it the? No, it doesn't matter what he does, Sean. The media is going to make it negative. He could cure cancer tomorrow, and they'd say, you know, "Yeah, but he was saying uh, negative he, crap about DeSantis over the weekend." He, he... I, I didn't like that. Right. But, you know, I think this just emboldens uh, that uh, bumbling idiot and just we're going more on a leftist <laughs> path. And you get what you paid for. We're, we're screwed. Well, <laughs> thank you. Final analysis, we're screwed. <laughs> uh, here's Ch- Vera, Chuck, and Dave. Here's Chuck. How you doing, uh, Chuck? I'm doing great, Sean. Just focus now, Sean. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too I tired, man. Huh? I think that the, the Republicans' goal was to take back the Senate and the House, get rid of Pelosi and Schumer, and if they do that, that's pretty successful. Rather but they can't get rid of Pelosi and Schumer. I mean, they they both want them. They're, they're not going anywhere. But they, but they won't be the Speaker. The right. House, well, there you go. Right. Well, so we're, we're, at 174, we're at 174 to 200 in the, in the House and 48-48 uh, in the Senate. And we still have uh, some contests uh, up in the air. So. I mean, you're an Astros fan, right? Yeah, I am, yeah. 
So if the Astros won by one run or by ten runs, it doesn't matter. They won. That's true. And that's the way we need to look at this election is we got we took the House and Senate, hopefully. Right. And now we're in step one. Now we have two years to correct the problems that we're having with this election result. Yeah, I'd like to see it go that way. We we And also, we didn't wake up to Governor Beto. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, brother, thanks for the call, man. Because that would have been horrible. That would have been a nightmare. Uh, but we did all right. Again, not a bad night, but a lot of big players didn't move around much on the Democrat side. We still got, not that it matters, we got Governor, still Gavin Newsom, we got Gretchen Whitmer. The squad is still intact. AIC. Uh, you know, so, uh, but, but you know, and you look at something like John Fetterman. Now, th- th- I read that bit from uh, Ben Shapiro earlier as far as, you know, some of the candidates on our side weren't the greatest candidates. Oz, you know, is a great TV guy, and, you know, he, he, I don't know if he was the greatest candidate. I didn't really follow that race too closely until the end. And certainly Fetterman got a, did very well in early voting before anybody had heard the man speak. But, my God, John Fetterman, just, he's, he won that. He He won. And he can't form a sentence, dude. But that's the Democrats, all ships sailing in the same direction. They they would elect a head of lettuce to a governor's chair or a congressional seat if they if that head of lettuce was a Democrat and will vote the way that Democrat is told to vote. Here, Brad, Brad, how you doing? Hey, Sean, I look at this Fetterman deal, man, and it's not like we don't have one or two semi-brain-dead politicians in D.C. already. <laughs> well, yeah. so one more ain't going to hurt. You know? One more, I won't, they I won't even notice, right? I wanted to, yeah, exactly. want to pick up on what you and Trey had said earlier. Uh, Trump attacking DeSantis, that's a violation of Reagan's 11th Commandment. Don't speak ill of anybody, any any fellow Republican, right? Well, you you, unless I'm they're saying. in a primary together, you never hear Democrats talking crap against Democrats, ever. Well, and you... You don't go out and tackle the dude that's wearing the same jersey as right. you because he's on your team. And I, I, I think Trump has too much of an ego and too much narcissism because he ought to say, hey, I've had my time in the sun. Whoever gets this thing, I'm going to get out there and campaign for him, write checks to him, whatever. But, you know, the, uh, we need to look at the uh, the, the really good elections. Uh, the Trey's sweetheart up in North Dakota, Christy Noam. Man, I think she won like with 110 percent of the vote or something yeah. like that. There's a lot of uh, nail biters. I was surprised a super liberal puke state like Oregon would uh, come so, come so close to having a Republican governor. But they have uh, right. they have quarantined themselves and give them give themselves over to Antifa and BLM. Right. And it's pretty much just uh, Portland has turned into an, uh, an open uh, oh, dumpster God. fire. Yeah, and and this lady. The Republican lady that got nominated up there is pretty sharp. I hope she does win. But, again, you get a Republican governor in a blue state, and the legislature him haws and keeps him Right, they, they, not really able to do a whole lot. I'd rather, be, I'd rather have a Democrat governor in a Republican uh, Congress or a Republican state legislature, you know? Right, right. Uh, and well, that's, where the, that's where the real business happens. <laughs> exactly. Great show, yeah. brother. All right, Take God care. bless you. Thank you, sir. I don't know if it's a great show today, but. <laughs> I'm feeling a little peaked. Does anybody know what peaked means? My mom used to call me peaked. I don't think anybody even uses that word anymore. Have you ever heard that word, James? I have heard the word peaked. Don Morgan, you've heard the word peaked, haven't you? Oh, he's not paying attention. He's doing his news thing. Oh yes, his fancy news job. So snooty. But my yeah, my mom would if I was tired. My mom would say, "You look peaked." And I would say that word to other people. Like, what? I've never heard that word. But I am. I'm feeling a little peaked today because I. Trey was up for like 38 hours straight. Trey's been up since October. Trey hasn't slept since early October. I don't know how he does it. I was up till I think midnight. And and I'm trashed. I'm exhausted, man. I can't. <laughs> And I, you know, I, I, well, I, I turned everything off, I think, around 11, because by that point, you pretty much knew everything that was going on that was going to happen last night. Probably didn't full-on fall asleep till close to midnight. 
and uh, it kicked my ass. You know, I'm 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 a little tired today, just a smidge, and I'll be doing Trey's show tomorrow uh, and Friday. Well, he takes some time off, and then uh, actually Monday I got to take off too because I got a I got a doctor's thing. Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Well, what do you I think, man? To, I just wanted to make a prediction uh, that uh, Fetterman and Biden are both out. The Democrats got the Fetterman seat. That's all they wanted. Right. They're going to discard him and Biden here shortly, just like they do everything else and everyone else. They'll, they'll discard them both here like a, like a used piece of toilet paper. <laughs> They'll put uh, 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 they'll put somebody in in Fetterman's seat that that they can get behind. Right. Somebody that'll go along with their nefarious, diabolical ways, and then they'll put Gavin Newsom in uh, as vice president. Uh, uh, Kamala will finish the the term out. They'll discard her, and they'll and they'll run uh, they'll run uh, uh, Newsom uh, for the next uh, uh, two terms. Oh God! Uh, yeah, well, I, that, that wouldn't surprise me. Because, again, all they care about is winning. At the end of the day, all they care about is winning. But they're very That's good at it. Care about. That's all they care about. And it doesn't matter whether whether Biden's there. People say, well, well, Kamala's worse. Kamala, she, she's not any worse. She, Biden's not running anything. Kamala's not going to run right. anything. There's somebody else running the show. And that somebody else wants someone like Newsom in there when 2024 rolls around. I got to run, man. I got to take a break. But thank you, Steve. Uh, Brilliant as usual. Uh, 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. We're back. It's a very exciting day on the radio. Not... News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. If nothing else, hopefully freaking Beto just is done. You know, he's just done. It's the third election he's lost, man. There, the, the, the funniest meme going around is uh, where it says, Hey, Louisiana, my name's Beto, but they spell it B-E-T-E-U-A-X, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Beto. <laughs> Let him keep running. He's very good at losing. He is, he's, he's an expert at losing. You're a tremendous slouch. Don't underestimate he yourself. Is a, he is a tremendous loser. He, he pretty much is very consistent in freaking losing. I don't think he cares. I, I, you know, I, I, don't know. I, I don't know. Does that guy really want to be governor? Does that guy really want to be anything? Or does that guy just love running and just love his celebrity and, and loves you know the love that people give him even though he's an idiot? Now he's friends with Willie Nelson, Matt McConaughey. Yes. All the, yeah, he's got all, new buddies and new friends. They all fall all over him. Willie brings him out on stage and during concerts and crap. I don't. I think he's one of those dudes that doesn't doesn't actually want the gig. Do you know what I mean? Because then he'd have to work. He'd have to actually do something. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think he's the kind of guy that wakes up the next day, and if he actually won an election, like, oh crap! Now I gotta govern. I don't own a suit. <laughs> I don't own a suit. And what time? I mean, just imagine. What time do they expect me to get up? I mean, I, I don't even know. When do I start governing? I think the dude just loves to to run. I think he loves the spotlight of it. He's a young Democrat who drops the F-bomb. So, you know, if you're in Austin or some other liberal puke town, they love his ass for some bizarre reason. <laughs> Even though he's, there's very little of that. There's very little to, to that guy. There really is not a whole lot there, man, intellectually speaking. And I'm not being a jerk or a hack. I'm just being observant. There's not a lot to that dude. So I, w- one thing that's good about last night, and I think we should all go eat some Jesus food at Chick-fil-A today and show our thanks that it's not Governor Beto. One thing that we did learn, and there was another positive about last night, is that, and we know this to be true already, that Republicans really uh, are kicking ass now with Latinos and blacks. Uh, even though Myra didn't win and Cassie didn't win, which I think is unfortunate, I think it's damned unfortunate we still have Quayar down there. 
talk about the, the, stat, the status quo. And <laughs> my wife and I were watching the coverage, and when we saw that Cuellar had won against Cassie Garcia, my wife's immediate response was, well, that's why they keep electing him down there. They just need him down there to keep doing all this shady crap. <laughs> Alleged shady crap. So he's just never going anywhere. The status quo, yeah, did quite well in a sense uh, in that a lot of folks didn't go anywhere. A lot of gov- a lot of Democrat governors didn't go anywhere. A lot of beltway creeps didn't go anywhere like Chucky Schumer. Again, uh, very happy for Sandra, uh, 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 Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And I, be, I know I was, you know, talking smack about thinking she's hot and stuff, but uh, it really is cool that she's going to be the governor of Arkansas. I think that's great, man. Good on her, man. See, there's somebody who wanted to win. Yeah, somebody who wanted to win, right. DeSantis also wanted to win. DeSantis could have very easily have kicked back and said, well, you know, I'll just, I'll, my record speaks for itself. But he didn't do that. Uh, Trey was saying this earlier on Where and Ryman. He's absolutely right that I got to take a break. That there was a red wave, but it was solely in Florida. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Ryma, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. To the woke mob, Florida is where woke goes to die. (laughs) News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. That was a great moment. That was actually one of the best moments of the night. And it was the whole speech. If you didn't see it, you should look it up. It's only about 10 minutes long. But DeSantis was magnificent last night, and that was the line right there. Florida is where woke goes to die. Woke ideology. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. (laughs) I heard that. I'm like, damn, that's a good line, man. That was a great moment. I want to talk about another great moment from last night. And uh, this uh, this has to do with KTSA and Jack Riccardi's coverage, um, and a lot of us have been talking about it. Uh, in that, and I just to give you some insight here, and the phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Yeah, here is what I here is how I handled everything. I, I was uh, I was uh, in the living room with my wife watching Fox coverage. With Brett and Martha and Brett Hume. And then I'd spend half my time doing that. Then I'd run out to my car and listen to what Jack was doing. And I kind of divided it up. So I'm, I'm half of half the time I'm listening to Jack and half the time I'm watching it on TV. And I ran out to my car. I can't, it, was, it was between 8 and 8.30. And I got in the, into the car, switched on KTSA. And there's a couple of, well, let's just say it, douches from ABC News who are going back and forth. <laughs> well, okay. Don Morgan, did you hear that last night? Freaking idiot. No, I didn't. There was a couple I of dudes, and it was a special report from ABC News. And when you go to a special report, it's because they have to report something special, right? Which means some right. some latest result or something. Right, yeah. And it was just two guys, and I can't even remember what the hell they were talking about. It might have been MAGA or... They were, they were just going back and forth about how awful, I think, Republicans are or something like that. I, I, I just caught the tail end of it. Right. And Riccardi jumps in. Didn't take too kindly to that. And shuts it down. It says, I just can't let this go over the air anymore. I just, I got to stop. I got to stop this now. I mean, I, I'm paraphrasing what he what he said. But basically, he's saying, you know, for my own integrity and for the integrity of this radio station, I'm taking this off the air because it was just, there was no information. It's two, two dweebs. Come on, man. Talking about how much they hate Republicans or something like that or MAGA or something. I can't remember exactly. And then Riccardi went off uh, on a monologue uh, about, I believe it was wokeness, and I meant to take notes while it was going on, but I was just listening. 
And, you know, when, when Jack gets in his riff, it's, it's almost poetry. And it was just, it was, that was the, that, it was incredible. It was just a great moment. It was a great piece of broadcasting. Because he, he just shut him down, man. He brought it back down to earth. He did. And, it, and I was in my car going, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> you, oh, you so rock, Jack! But that's the beauty of, of Riccardi's whole program. Man. Right. You know, it, it's almost like he's a sniper. He's just sitting up there waiting, <laughs> waiting for something to happen. Because, you know, when I, I've worked with Jack you know, a right. number of times. Right. And, and listened to Jack. And, and my favorite part is when somebody calls and they disagree with him. Oh, yeah. And he lets them say their piece and then just cuts them off at the knees. Yeah. See, In I, such a manner that you don't, they don't even realize it's happened. They don't even see it's coming. <laughs> well, then their head falls off. It's wonderful. Remember the old movies, like when the when the when like in the old pirate movies, like or the sword play, you know, swashbuckling yeah. movies, where somebody would slice somebody through the neck and they wouldn't even feel it, and all of a sudden their head rolls off. Yeah, that's like that's like how Jack handles a, a, a caller and disagrees with him. Right, it's wonderful. It is I, me. I just bluster and scream. Right, I'll, I'll sit you know, when that happens. I'll sit wherever, and I'm like, this is going to be like one of those old Mike Tyson fights. <laughs> You know, you just know what's going to happen. Yeah, and and you know, it it, it just the the the. And I'm not just going to isolate ABC. You know, obviously we play ABC, but it's 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 all of them. It's it's uh, uh, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN. You know, uh, all the news websites, most of them, and they're just so full of crap, and they peddle in bull crap. It's really what it is. And you you go to a special report, you assume it's about new information, and it wasn't. It was just two dubs, two dweebs. I just mixed and matched douche and dweeb. Did you see that? To doob. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard doobs. <laughs> a couple of doobs. Maybe they were smoking a couple of doobs. They might have been. Yep. It's ABC. They might have been. The douchey brothers. <laughs> it was just, you know, and, and he shut it down. I just thought it was badass, man. I really did. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Carlos, how you doing, man? You a dude. Que pasa? Yeah, what's going on? Man, I was so thrilled about uh, Beto getting stomped. Oh, God. And, oh, man, it was just, I was I was searching for his concession, and it's hard to find. Who, his? But, uh, uh, did he even yeah. make a concession speech? I finally found a, a YouTube video, but I haven't listened to it. I, I found it while I was talking to you, but I've been searching and searching, and I couldn't find it. So wow. I think he was quiet about it. I just hope he doesn't run for dog catcher next because well, dogs deserve better than that. <laughs> right, right. Well, and I, I appreciate the call, man. You're absolutely the thing about Beto that I've always said is that Beto, and I I shouldn't even call him that. No, we should just stop calling him Beto because he's not Hispanic. It's not his real nickname. He's Francis or whatever the hell he is. He's a leprechaun. And in the usage of the name Beto, there's an inherent insult, and I say this over and over again because it's true. Uh, in, in you know, in South Texas, he figures if he puts Beto on a sign, then all these simple-minded Mexicans will just see Beto and vote for him because he must be like us. He must be a Mexican. They're so stupid. If I just put Beto on an MFing sign, and it really turned a lot of Hispanics off, especially with the open border. I mean, he's a walking cultural appropriate. He's a walking act of cultural appropriation. So I, I don't know why anybody with two brain cells to rub together thinks that there's anything to that guy. I mean, I, I I'm glad he lost. It was a little closer than I thought it would be. But I mean, he, he, he in the creep up to this. But you know, yeah, bless you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We didn't wake up to uh, to Governor Beto and the. Listen, let, let me, let me, let me, oh, is this, um, it? Um, this, this may be one of the last times I get to, to talk in front of you all and um, talk about, talk about this amazing thing that we have all done together. What, lose? <laughs> lose? 
Is that the great damn thing you all did together? Freaking lose, dude. The memes are great. Here's one with him wearing a big stupid sombrero. He's got a big stupid mustache. Hey, Texas, meet Nacho. Nacho governor. (laughs) But, you know, in the final summation of the political phenomenon that is Francis O. Work, it is mystifying to me how beloved he is when he really doesn't have any ideas. He never really runs on some kind of freaking vision. If you listen to Ron DeSantis last night, there's a guy who has a vision of Florida. We're a law and order state. We're a state that also embraces freedom. Uh, We respect education and the the role of parents in education. You're not going to teach us CRT and sex stuff to our kids. There's a vision for what Florida should be. Uh, and And it worked. And DeSantis kicked some ass. Governor DeBadass there. But, uh, you know, Beto rolls out, and he doesn't have that. He didn't, never did for te- never had a vision. It was always just reactionary crap. Hell yeah, I'm going to take your AR-15 away from you. Abortion is good and cool. But there was no real, he never has any kind of vision that he sells into this is the Texas that I want to govern. Over the course of the last year, some of you over the course of the last five years, um, some of you who have the misfortune of being married to me over the last 15 years. Shut up, man. He brings up his failures and losses over the last five years. Even his failure, apparently, in his own stinking marriage. He's just, he's a jackass, man. I mean, he really is. But he's beloved by the left for some odd reason. You know, he could have just left it at that, though. What? Well, you know, we talked about how you know how they all did this thing together, whatever it was. But then he has to bring up all these <laughs> complete and utter disastrous failures that he's had. We all did. You know, we all lost together, man. Listen, you mfers, we all lost with the, three times. We've lost together, man. Doobs, you doobs. <laughs> I love you. Now get out of here. <laughs> then he has his butler bring him a glass of Merlot, you know. Buttle, you're MFing ass over here with a bottle of Merlot now. Because tomorrow you're being furloughed. Tomorrow I'm going to call Dad and have him fire your ass. <laughs> Beloved by the left. Well, you know, he's not the governor. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Two one zero. He didn't just lose. He lost. Bad. I guess he did lose. Bad. In yeah. the beginning, they were kind of you know a little closer, but then he really. Yeah, we, you know when you you know we're saying you know at first, right, even like a month ago, it was right. a couple of points in the polls. Right, they've been close. Ends up being double digits. You know, well, he uh, sucks. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, when it gets right down to it, you know that's what, what you have to be aware of. What else do you say about Beto other than he sucks? So, there's that. <laughs> Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We hope that he'll find his calling in life at some point. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if he finds his damn calling or not. <laughs> Beto having a calling and achieving yeah, it is not right. something that keeps me awake at night. Right. He's a jackass. I wonder if every time, every time he loses an election, there's like this. I have this vision of his parents in my head, where his father's like, "I told you that kid went right. <laughs> I told you he was touched in the head." So which university do you think he'll end up at? Oh, as a professor? Yep. God. St. Edwards? No, we're in Texas. Columbia. Columbia University. I don't know. 210-599-5555. Is there a university in Mexico City? He'll go to Mexico City. Hola, I'm Professor Beto. Como estas? Do you like Carney Gisader? 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Talking to Monica De La Cruz on Fox News. She did very well. Myra and Cassie did not. 
that made me sad. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Jim, hang on. Here's Mary. Mary, how you doing? Good morning. What You're are you good. thinking? I have the perfect position for Beto. What? He can be the spokesperson for the rehabilitation of blind squirrels. <laughs> I'm Beto for Squirrels Anonymous. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Mary. Appreciate it. Jim, Jim, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Well, just me about old Beto, whatever the hell his name is, but he Spanish is terrible. Mine was any better than that. I'd keep my big mouth shut. <laughs> Carne quesada, MFers. Yeah. <laughs> in my life. These people got to be laughing at him, except for the 40% that are complete morons that think the sun rises and sets in his hind end. Yeah, I gotta run, man. I don't know. I, 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 it's mystifying to me why he's so beloved on the on the left. I, I don't get it. Let me ask you this: Why do you? Th- I mean, we had a crummy sh- turnout here in Bear County. It was uh, what was it? Fifty six percent of folks who could have voted didn't. Uh, so the majority uh, are the majority is well the folks who didn't go vote is the majority of the folks who could vote uh, in in this in this county and they did not. Why do you think that is? Why do you think we consistently have low voter turnout? And and I think that's you know was one of the more depressing things about yesterday. I mean I I. We we showed up. We have a middle school down the street, directly in my neighborhood, where we, we we first we went there, and I saw a bunch of cars there. So I thought, well, I don't want to wait in line. Let's let's go to the library. So we went uh, down the street to the library, and they had a line out the door. So then we went back to the middle school and just said, well, we'll go in. And actually, the cars were teachers. They were there for some kind of conference or something. And uh, the there was no wait at all. I mean, we there was nobody in there. I think there was one other dude in there. My wife and I rolled in, made the the uh, the the chicks there running the <laughs> running the pole laugh. I called them chicks. That's that's horrible. It's so disrespectful. Uh, we voted. Everything uh, checked out the ballot. Looked fine. Got the hell out of there. The only thing is they had no, they were out of stickers, but there was nobody in there. You know, and uh, you would have thought, and this was later in the day. We didn't go till later in the day. It was, I don't know, 3.30 or something like that. <clears throat> so I thought I just thought it was kind of odd that there was nobody there. Uh, you would think every polling place at 3.30 or so would have been very busy, and yet they were not. So why do you think consistently here in Bear County, especially, we just have low voter turnout? Is it apathy? What? Uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing some demographics on, on the, on the total vote as far as, uh, who actually did turn out, uh, across the board, you know, I'd like to see what the numbers are for young people, uh, because I, I tend to think young people love talking about this stuff, but when it comes down, down to actually voting, they don't really give a crap, but I don't know. It could be, I, I don't know. Because uh, my, my 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 thought initially is that well they don't really teach civics in school it's a lot of indoctrination politically, right? But I meet a lot of young people that just don't have any idea how the government works. They have no idea how vo- this voting thing works or what, what you know they just don't they don't know and they don't care. But maybe there's a, a few folks in their thirties and forties and fifties who don't give a crap either. And I don't know if that's uh, overall, I don't know if that's because uh, uh, in general we've become a very self-absorbed society with, with social media and, and stuff like that, uh, that we just don't think about the big picture and all of us together in a sense. I don't know. But it's sad and it sucks. And also the Donald Trump factor, you know, we talked about this last hour in that I really wish that guy had just shut up throughout this whole thing. And I'm a Trump fan. I voted for him twice. At least I think I voted for him that second time. 
but I, I really think he did Republicans uh, a, a disservice, not only with just all the rallies where you know he really just talked about himself. And again, I'm a fan. I, I voted for him twice. I thought he was an incredible president. But I felt that the more they talked about him and the more they tried to demonize uh, uh, conservatives in general as dangerous and MAGA weirdos and, and racists and all that, I think the more they tried to hook Donald Trump to that as the cause, the more he should have stayed quiet and just stayed out of view. But he he didn't do that, and uh, he was running his mouth over the weekend, and uh, last night after DeSantis won, he he, he makes this bizarre statement about how he shouldn't run for president because he could get hurt very badly. Sucked all the air out of the room the other night, uh, or the night before last, with that announcement that he's going to make an announcement. Uh, and there, there is something to be said for sometimes on occasion, you know what, stay out of, stay out of the spotlight and be quiet. And I think if he had really cared about uh, the outcome of these of the midterms, that's precisely what he would have done, but he didn't. And I think that's unfortunate because I do think it had a negative impact in that it put him back in people's minds in regards to conservatives. And I don't know that that was a great, that was a good thing. What do you think? 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. You know, I want to mention a story that you're hearing Don Morgan uh, report on, uh, you know, and it has to do with Clayton Perry, our city, one of our city councilmen. And uh, um, in full disclosure, uh, you know, I consider him a friend. I have a great deal of affection for him. I, I, I'm a fan. I just think he's a great guy. And I kind of agree agree with what Trey said earlier, and that I want to kind of wait and find out, you know, what's what's established, you know, on this. Uh, maybe get to know a little bit more about what what actually took place. I do think it's uh, you know it was kind of crummy behavior on the part of Nuremberg, the mayor, to this story. We didn't know about the story till yesterday morning. Nobody knew anything about this until yesterday morning. And within hours, Nuremberg was out there putting out statements saying, "If it's if these allegations are true, Councilman Perry should resign immediately." And you and I said he would do that before he did. We called. Yeah, that. we did. That's right, we did. Oh yeah, we knew he I, was going. Yeah, yeah. That's purely political. You know, it, it, Clayton is the only voice of opposition down there. Trey brought up an idea, and I, I tend to agree that, uh, you know, had it been another council member who was more politically in line with the city council, then it, maybe it would have been like a, well, we need to come together as a city and provide this person love and care and blah, 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 blah. Accidents happen. Right. Um, <clears throat> as far as what we know thus far, you know, you, 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 if he wasn't, and again, we don't know, this is all alleged. All this stuff is alleged, right? This is, we, we don't know yet what's going to happen next or what exactly happened. But you, you cannot, because I think people are going to start saying initially, well, he should have been run in for DWI if this, if, if this is true. But he wasn't in the car. And you, you it, again, allegedly, and you got to be in the car. I mean, it's, it's, look at it from this point of view, okay? Look at it from the opposite, okay? If, if, if I'm in my house, and this is not true, but let's say I'm in my house and I have a couple glasses, you know, like four or five glasses of wine, mm-hmm. and I go sit in my car in my driveway, like I was last night listening to, to Riccardi, even though I don't go anywhere and have no intention of going anywhere, a cop could pull up behind me and arrest me for DWI. Yes, because I'm behind the wheel of a running vehicle and I'm 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 over the limit, even though I have no plan to go anywhere. Correct. But if you're not in the vehicle, even though all the signs may point to it, which is what I suspect, if again, if what we're seeing is true, why the cop left, is because even though you sort of know what happened, you he's not in the car, so you can't. 
uh, you can't take it in that direction. It's very, it's it's a very thin line. It's weird. You wouldn't think it would be, but it is. Well, if you're going to go on the technical <sighs> issue, the cops they did mm. what what he a hit and run, failure to stop after a car right. accident. That, right. Boom. That's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens next. But I, I but by and large, though, I thought it was kind of crummy behavior to just leap on the resignation thing yesterday out of the mayor's office. I thought you, you could have. Well, dude, he could have waited a while. <laughs> you know, he could have waited just a while. It just felt very political. <clears throat> and I don't know that uh, uh, they have a lot of love for each other. I don't know. But however it goes, it's very unfortunate. And, uh, you know. Well, we're glad nobody was hurt. Yes. Uh, that is the primary thing, that nobody was hurt. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Beyond that, uh, we're getting down to it. Uh, I'll be inter- interested to hear what Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins have to say about yesterday. Uh, I, I again, not a horrible night, but certainly not what we expected or wanted. I, I guess wanted is more the the, the thing. We wanted a red wave. We wanted to see what happened in Florida, where Miami-Dade was flipped. We wanted to see that sort of action all the way across the board, and we didn't get it. Monica De La Cruz got it. She did very well. But Henry Cuellar is still down there. Cassie Garcia didn't get it. Myra didn't get it, you know, and, and I, I, that to me I'm, was, if there was a disappointment for me personally, those were the two biggest disappointments. Because I just thought they these was rock stars, <laughs> you know, and they still are. But hopefully they'll keep uh, keep running. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Michael. Michael, how you doing? Pretty good, John. How are you today? Another day in paradise, man. What are you thinking? Okay, brother. Now, reference to that case on that uh, with the councilman you were talking about a minute ago. Yeah. What actually how the law is? He has to be operating a motor vehicle. Right. If he's if he's sitting in it, that's not operating unless it's running and. You know, it, it, he makes some uh, movement actually to operate it. You can you can sit in your car drunk or in a skunk all day long, and they can't do anything to you unless you're operating. That's the key word: operating the vehicle. Well, what I mean though, if the vehicle, like if, if your vehicle's on and your hands are on the steering wheel and you've been affected, no, they damn Skippy can can arrest you for DWI, even though you're not going anywhere. Well, that's kind of kind of have to disagree with you because you know, I mean, then it, and then it comes to a you know kind of a circumstantial situation, right? Uh, you, you know, but, that, but but him not being in the vehicle, they can't actually prove that he was behind the wheel. While I mean, even though all maybe all the signs in the forensics say that, I agree. They can't agree. actually but, prove that, so that's you, why I think the a, cop if, left. I, I, yeah, I understand. If you have a witness, that witness, yeah, I see that man. I know him. He's my neighbor. He was driving and he took off. Then that's. That's pretty sure. good evidence that he was operating the vehicle, even though the officer didn't see him. But uh, that's kind of that's kind of where it's at. I mean, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Well, and I, I wish him well. You know, again, I, I have a great deal of affection for him as a friend. And uh, I, the last time I saw him was at the Elton John concert. We ran into each other before the show yeah. started. He's just a yeah. wonderful guy, and uh, our yeah. thoughts and prayers are with him. All right, man. All I appreciate right. the call, man. Thank you so much. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. When we get back, we'll leave the lines open for your final thoughts on the red drip or whatever the hell that was. Again, not a bad night, but not the night we thought it was going to be. So give us a call. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be in for uh, Trey tomorrow and Friday. He's taking some time off, man. He's earned it. He's he's put a lot of work into this election, and uh, and then I'll be. I got to, I got to take Monday off because I got a doctor thing. I gotta get my innards looked at. I gotta go in every now and again and have my innards looked at. So that's what's coming up on Monday. So I'll be here at five. A.M. <laughs> for the 550 KTSA Morning News. Nah, oh my, it's always a pleasure doing the gig.
Uh, and uh, final few moments uh, on the show. So if you have any lingering thoughts on what happened yesterday, give us a ring now. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We still don't know what's going to go on with Congress. But we shall see. Uh, I I don't know. There is also a part of me that's just kind of glad it's over. <laughs> it's been the this this has been a very intense political season. This started like in February. Yeah, it's been intense. And thank God for Florida. Thank God for Florida, where woke goes to die, man. <laughs> still a great, still a great, the best line of the night. Here's Sam. How you doing, Sam? You know, I saw this post of uh, some weirdo putting that. Uh, DeSantis is a badass. Well, you know, Sean Rama Arriaga is a badass, too, you know? People don't know what you're talking about, man. I posted on my <laughs> Facebook page that, that well, DeSantis is a badass. I said I called him Gover- Governor to Badass. And you think you're saying I'm a badass, too, huh? Well, you I'm know, a sleepy ass today is what I am. <laughs> well, that's because you stayed up all night watching those, those stupid reports. Hey, you know, you and Trey were talking earlier about uh, uh, Clinton and how uh, Fuhrer wants him uh, to uh, bow out. Right, wants him to resign. If, and, if it's true, if, if the stuff is true, right. And if it was a Democrat, you know, that, you know, it would be under the table. Well, I, I don't know if you remember, but there was this local judge that took a loaded gun with a, in, also a bullet in the chamber and was just allowed to just give it to her partner, excuse me, her wife, and um, just say, hey, um, you know, hey, just go on, go on about your business. Just go on. Where, 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 I, don't, I don't know about this. What's this? Yeah, Speedley Gonzalez, a local judge. But nope. because she's a Democrat. Where was the gun? I mean, I don't understand. Who had, where, where, where was the gun? I mean, huh? In her, in her uh, <laughs> luggage. Oh, really? Her oh. Luggage. oh, for an air yes, for, yes. for a flight. Oh, wow! Airport. It made the news just one day, and that was it. Right. Uh, it never made it to the uh, Bear County Sheriff's Office for right, right. any investigation. Oh, I gotta go. Right. Well, I, I, I'll. Like I, well, sometimes you know nepotism does kick in on you. I don't think it's going to happen with Clayton. Here, here's Brown. Brown. Brian. Brian. Oh, Brian. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing great. How are you? Another day in showbiz, man. What are you thinking? Don't you wish uh, states were like sports teams? We could trade Beto for Charlie Chris. We could trade him for who? Charlie Chris, Florida. <laughs> and let Florida deal with Beto? Let, let Florida have Beto. No, I got too much respect for Florida. <laughs> well, Charlie, might, Charlie might change his name to Beto. You know, Beto Chris. Oh, God. Well, I, I'm, you know, I, I hope we've heard the last of Francis O'Rourke, that little leprechaun. He's like a cockroach. He'll never go away. No, probably not. I think because you've heard Don reporting on this that, you know, he, he loves the spotlight. He lo- I think he loves campaigning than, more than actually getting the gig. Uh, I, I think he loves being on the campaign trail. He loves all the adulation. But to actually do the job, I think he's probably somewhat relieved today. <laughs> Hey, hey uh, Sean, a personal note. I met your wife a few months ago at Walmart. She was uh, she was coming out. We were coming out at the same time, and I saw her car that had all these stickers on it. And I said, hey, you, you must be a fan of Sean Rima. And she said, he's my husband. He's a real asshole. <laughs> oh, stop. She did not say she that. Did. She did. Well, I she's probably being funny. Serious. Or serious. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, All right, th- I got to go, man. Thanks so much, man. <laughs> He's a real a-hole. I'm not a fan. I'm his wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I get when I go home. I don't care that you're on this stinking radio here. You're just stinky, Sean. You're just stinky, Sean. Nobody cares that you're on the radio here. All the lead singers I've worked with, they get off the road and they're like, oh, I'm a rock star. And the <laughs> wife goes, take out the trash, rock star. Well, yeah, you know. Cut the yard, rock star. It's called balance, man. Balance. She keeps me balanced and apparently tells perfect strangers what an a-hole I am. <laughs> well, you know, if the shoe fits, you know. It's like insider trading. She knows something. <laughs> yeah. I'm not always the most pleasant human being to live with. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. 
Uh, well, uh, tomorrow will be a brand new day, and again, we still don't know. Let's see. In the House, 174 to 201. Need a two, need 218 for a majority. That's a new number. Uh, Senate is the same, 48 to 48. Need 51, obviously, for a majority there. So I don't know uh, how long it's going to take. Are we still hanging out on Georgia? Is that the one we're looking at? Georgia, Arizona. Arizona, Maricopa, freaking county. Nevada and Wisconsin. Right. The last four. Still waiting on those, but we may be waiting a while on some of those. Uh, But tomorrow we'll be back to quote-unquote normal, if that makes any sense. Talking about other kinds of news. I'm just, I'm, I'm... burnt out on politics for a little while to be honest with you it has been a very intense political season and uh, uh a lot of intense rhetoric well at least on one side I, I don't know the republicans i agree with ben shapiro and even uh jonathan gerwitz was on earlier with trey that you had a lot of you you had a lot of anger in the electorate a lot of people were were upset and not happy with the direction but they weren't a lot of great candidates Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. I'll see you at 5 a.m. on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Bye. To the woke mob, Florida is where woke goes to die.